Welcome to another edition of the Wiley Mac Show. Uh, we've got two episodes for you this week. Taped them both on 9/11. Uh, in episode one, we start off talking about all this Antonio Brown mess, this soap opera that you no, know, we can't hide from. It's the uh, top sport story in sports, so we go in deep in that. Uh, and then we get into what happened in week one. We recap everything, uh, what teams we liked, what teams we did not like, uh, how some of our picks went. Uh, so we'll talk about everything that happened in week one in the NFL. Uh, then in episode two, we're going to get into uh, week two of the NFL, some of the expectations we have for some of these games. We make our picks against the spread, um, what we expect to see in some of these matchups. Uh, and then we get into college football. We talk about some of the big games that are happening this weekend, what some of the top teams are doing, and what we can expect to see there. Uh, we also get into the new California Fair Pay Act and what that means for the world of college sports, if that's going to change the landscape of how things are done. Uh, and then at the end, we do something a little fun. We uh, bring our sons in, Lucas and Jackson, and uh, we all four rank our top football movies of all time. So had a little fun with that. Hope you guys enjoy it. Like I said, listen to both episodes. Here we go. guys welcome to another edition of the wiley and mac podcast uh i'm one of your hosts mac and here with my pal wiley what do you say man i'm jacked up sir great week we great are show yeah that's right uh we're here on uh taping this on 9 11 so just you know shout out to uh the memory of all the folks from victims of 9 11 and all the troops that have uh, fought for us uh since that time to to keep us safe um, but hopefully we'll talk about more happy stuff than, than that. Absolutely. We definitely got to recognize that kind of stuff. Uh, because, hey, first week of the NFL just happened. Am I right? Bingo. So that uh, a lot of exciting storylines to go with from there. Um, one of the things, well, it's the obvious thing on everyone's mind right now as of today that we wanted to start off with uh, is the A.B. Uh, Antonio Brown soap opera that continues. Uh, but just to kind of give you a little uh, what's going to happen today, we're going to talk about that, obviously being the biggest storyline out there in, in sports. Uh, we're going to talk about all the happenings that went on in week one in the NFL. Great first week. Great, Great first, first week. week. Some of the storylines, um, some of the injuries and things like that. Uh, and then we'll also get into uh, get into what we think for week two and, and for this upcoming week in college football here. So uh, without further ado, my friend, um, A.B., what do you think? He's, it, but now, huh. full disclosure, right before we hit record on this thing, he revealed that he uh, dumped him on his dynasty uh, fantasy team here. So I did. I sent out trades to nine of my 12 cohorts in my dynasty league finally got one dumb enough to bite i hope he's not listening to the show but uh yeah i'm glad we're gonna hit the ab running i mean let's get it over with this guy i mean wow what can you say you know 
we've seen receivers act like divas in the past, but I'm to the point where I, I don't ever want to hear Terrell Owens or Chad Johnson ever mentioned in the same breath with this guy as far as how they acted and things they did. Yeah, they had their downfalls, but nothing like this. This this is unbelievable. Your well, take. I, uh, first of all, what did you get for A.B. in your trade? I traded A.B. Uh, keep in mind, I'm in a dynasty league, so we only, draft, we only draft rookies every year. Um, I drafted Lamar Jackson last year as a uh, – I took a flyer on him in, with my last pick. Well, that's working trade. out for you so far. Well, after here's the one thing, week. but I have Deshaun Watson, and I think he's filthy good. He, if he is stays filthy healthy. good. He is unbelievable. So I just got to the point where I I, I got to get a a B out of here. I got to get a B off my roster. I just don't want anything to do with this guy. So I ended up finally got a guy to to bite after a couple counter offers. I traded Antonio Brown and Lamar Jackson to a guy in my league for T Y T Y and Matt Stafford. So I picked up a backup quarterback. Yes, Lamar looks like a million dollars right now, but. I'm going to go on record thinking, hold that I don't think thought. it's going to last long. Yeah, hold that thought. We, initially, we yes, I get it. It sounds like a horrible trade for me. But I'm I'm going with, I don't know if Antonio Brown's going to ever play a game for the Patriots. Well, let's or put, anybody else. Let's, let's put it in some context. So what we had here was Antonio Brown. He starts off being a baby last year. Doesn't play in a Week 16 game that possibly could have got them in the playoffs had the Steelers won. Uh, demands to be out of there. So, uh, which we should side note at this point, New England tries to trade for him. Steelers say, no, no, you're our nemesis. Not to a, yeah, not to a, someone's blocking us from getting the Super You're our AFC nemesis. No way. So, they trade him to the Raiders, um, which they didn't get much back. I don't, can't remember exactly what they got. I believe it was like a second I round. I think they were more concerned with just what they got rid of. A third and a fifth is what uh, one of my producers, uh, Lucas McKinney, is telling me right now. So I'm going to have to go with, with maybe he's right. I will so, defer to him. He's smarter but, than uh, all of us. So anyway, they didn't get a whole lot for him. And Antonio comes to town. He's just guy that's – I mean, he's coming in training camp with a hot air balloon, and he's – you know, shaking hands and kissing babies, and he's on hard knocks. And oh, but wait, had a little mishap in France. And um, then he jumps in the freeze chamber. Well, jumps in the cryogenic chamber, probably didn't listen to the instructions given. Freezes his feet to where they're gross looking. I wouldn't even look at the picture. My guess is he, he hired a scientist, paid him 50 grand to show him how to stand there just long enough to make his feet look gross. Well, so we'll get to the conspiracy the guy's a theories. Mark, man. But, uh, so then, you know, he can't really do anything at training camp. They're on hard knocks. Of course, you got Gruden and, and uh, Mike Mayock, the GM, going, where is he? You know, when's he, when's he coming back? All the media's asking. Um, then, you know, before his feet are fully healed, all of a sudden you start hearing about this helmet. Well, I've been wearing this helmet, and I refuse to play if I can't wear my helmet. And, da, 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 da. and the league says, well, tough, you know, you're not wearing the helmet. Um, so I thought that was personally a distraction to the feet was the helmet thing. Uh, maybe let's try and get everybody to quit talking about my feet. So I'll start quit asking about, about the feet. helmet. I'll start talking about some weird thing, like a helmet that they right. won't let me wear, even though the other thousand people in the NFL don't seem to have a problem with it. Um, so then the helmet thing gets resolved. Supposedly the feet are all regenerated and better. And... All of a sudden, 
there's another issue. You know, he finally comes back to practice. Hey, look who's at practice finally. Hey, all right. Antonio's coming. Everybody's happy, blah, blah, blah. But now he's talking. We left out. What did we leave out? We There's so much out. stuff. We, we, right. It's, it's hard to keep track out. of yes. all this guy's yeah, stuff. Right. We left out. He finally backed down on the helmet thing. Did, no, did, did no I, did, I said that part. Okay. Fine, that fine, he fine. finally got the helmet yeah, thing yeah. resolved. Uh, he but, actually agreed to follow the rules, as, as hard as that may seem there's, to believe. There's, they were even making fun of his new helmet on hard knocks. The other players were. But th- there's so many little nuances to this thing. I don't think his mama could keep him straight. But uh, So then they're at practice. Uh, oh, he, oh, so, th- okay, so here's, here's what really starts to set it off. He's missed all these walkthroughs and practices that he was supposed to at least be there. And, and I believe the walkthrough before the game, they played on that 80-yard field in Canada. He didn't go. So basically all the things you sign a contract and agree to all do. All these things he's supposed to do, he doesn't do. So Mayock, and we talked about this last week, Mayock sends him a letter saying you're getting fined $54,000. Turns out it was going to be more like a couple hundred after it was all said and done. But a drop in the bucket. Now, at the time, I said, I wonder if Mayock sat him down, explained this to him. I, I don't know. Yeah, we'll never know. Those it doesn't matter at this point because then Antonio gets butt hurt like a little baby and sends it out on Insta Chat or Snapagram yeah. or whatever these kids are using nowadays. Face charge. And- S- sends a letter out, dogging Mayock and the organization for it. Oh, and so. Uh, Mayock's at practice, and basically Antonio tries to fight him, and he says he's, I believe he I called believe him he, a cracker. He threatens to punch um, him in the face and calls him a cracker. Threatens to punch him in the face. The always in trouble Vontez Burfik is the voice of reason, breaking ah, it all up. How classic is that? Perfect. Okay. So, yeah. Holds him back. So, so the, the, this goes on, which, by the way, at this point, I'm not sure why the, the drama was still going on. So this is where I'm thinking he's already got it in his head. I want out of here. How can I get out of here? That kind of thing. So then he's basically trade me, trade me, trade me. and Release uh, me, please. Or release me. Which means he doesn't get any of the guaranteed $30 million. So the $30 million guaranteed. He signed the whole contract. I believe it was $89 million. Um, so he's, he's not going to get any of that. So they're talking about now the rumors floating around that they're just going to get rid of them, that they're going to keep all, try to keep all the money, not give them any, uh, release them. But then, then it comes out in the media. No, it's, it's all good. He's playing on Monday night. Grudnick said, I expect him to play Monday, da da da. But next thing you know, now he's released. And five minutes later, he has a well-produced video out on one of those social media things of him going, I'm released, I'm free, As soon I'm as free. he gets the message I mean, released. he had that thing ready to press send. How and, about the phone call, the private phone call with John Gruden? You go ahead and speak on that. Gruden calls him. It's all over the internet. He says, hey, I'm just interested in you being a Raider. We want you here. We need you here. I'm ready to get by all this crazy stuff and just watch you come out and play great football for the Raiders. Antonio doesn't say much, but what he does do is post the entire phone conversation on the internet. Very strange. Wow. Now, not strange when you consider the guy was doing Facebook Live in the Pittsburgh Steelers locker room. Well, I guess that's not strange after you heard all the things you just... uh, very nicely let us all in on. I mean, wow. 
And so what happens? He gets released, and to pretty much no one's surprise, 30, sec- with? 30 seconds later, he signed with the Patriots for a lot less money. It was, uh, I've heard five, but I've also heard 10. Now, I've heard it could turn into 15. Yeah, I believe it's, it's... There's a team option in the second year. It doesn't really matter. Right, it's a lot that, less money. To me, than, all that's irrelevant. There's a lot less um, money than what he would have made. Okay? How do you feel how, about how all this turned out? Because I know where my mind's at. So, but, but, but hold on. Not only did, he, did the Patriots get him cheaper, they didn't have to give up any picks for him. Nothing. So instead of trading for him, you know, at the end, after last season... And having to give up picks and then having to sign him to a big new contract, because that was this whole new thing, pay me. Now they get a damaged goods players uh, for cheaper with no picks. Now, Dave, absolutely nothing. For your him. conspiracy theorist would say, hmm, that's interesting. Uh, his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, is uh, really close with the Patriots organization and Bill Belichick. He was Gronk's agent. You know, can I comment on Drew Rosenhaus? Sure. I've watched this. This guy's been on TV more than Bob Barker the last in his heyday. Well, at this point, years. he's a defense attorney defending his client. And, so. and I mean, this guy just seems like the slimiest car salesman you would ever meet. Like the kind of guy, the car salesman that would sell something to your grandmother when you weren't around, because he knew if you were there. You wouldn't allow him to take advantage of her. Well, he is an agent. I and, I can't say I've met a lot of them, but they're all I'm kind sorry, of that way. But to me, this entire thing was orchestrated, premeditated. I I, th- I think Rosenhaus told the Patriots as soon as he got out of Pittsburgh, "Don't worry, I know you want to trade for him. We'll get him. I'll get him there. You well, just make Nate, you're ta- sign. I'll get him there. You're talking about a long play. And now, I don't think Antonio could pull this off because I don't think no, he no. has the IQ that's what I'm enough. Saying. Now, Drew Rosenhaus, to your Antonio to your Brown, point. in my opinion, is dumber than a bag of hammers, but that's a different topic. To your point, day. Rosenhaus, could he pull that off? Sure, he could. Could okay. he tell? And I believe he just did. Could he tell Antonio, look, New England wants you? Antonio says, heck yeah, I'll go there. Well, look, they're not going to pay you as much. Well, that's fine. Well, then they wouldn't trade for him. All right, let's go anywhere else. Then you just act like a maniac. Exactly. And, and you know, I have a ton of respect for the, the Patriots. You know, I hated all those years. They were beating my team. I feel like my team probably could have won three or four Super Bowls if it wasn't for them. You tip your cap. But it's hard for me not to just hope that this tur- all, this entire thing for them turns into a big bag of shit. Well, and I'm sorry. Pardon my language, but I mean, it's just—I wasn't surprised at all when he signed with the Patriots. Well, I don't think anybody was surprised that he signed with the Patriots because that's what the Patriots do. They scoop in when you're most vulnerable. Uh, it's like trying to pick up the drunk chick at the bar, you know. Um, that's wow. what—that's what they wow, do. That's great, but that's great. But that is a long play, so I almost wonder. You know, I—I I do like conspiracies, uh, but man, it all goes together pretty good. Another thing that's very interesting about this with the Patriots for me is with what Robert Kraft's been through the last six, eight months. It's like I don't know. Like I—I I thought, well, there's no way they'll sign him with all the negative media attention that's been directed towards that franchise with their owner's alleged incidents at a massage parlor and whatnot with the police being involved. I, I thought, 
Well, they won't want anything to do with it. Okay, Brown. but okay, so hold on. But up until today, Antonio Brown was just a jackass doing jackass things. As of today, or actually last night when we all found out. Here it comes, folks. Now, he could be a slime ball. Now, I am a innocent until proven guilty person. In this, in this society, we Same can say man. that we are, but we are not. We go right for the jugular. Uh, he's accused of, of sexual assault, of raping uh, a former trainer slash classmate at Central Michigan. Um, so... Everyone's first instinct is to go, well, he did it, run him out of the league. Uh, my problem is you've been building up this crazy mantra for the last, I don't know, year or so, acting like an idiot, acting like a jackass. So when something like this happens, it does lead me to kind of lean and go, hmm, maybe he did well, do it. Well, and like I've said in the past past episodes, you and I, we, we always try to be objective about all of these topics. But one, it makes one think um, – now that he's shown the kind of behavior he's shown the last month or so, all these people, like whether he's innocent or not, people like this girl that's claiming him of all this sexual assault and things, I mean, now's the perfect time to go after him. Oh, for sure. You well, know I mean, you know, the timing is what hit me. His yeah. first day of practice, this this comes out, or the day before his first day of practice, this lawsuit drops. And by the way, I guess we should have gave some context. It's a civil lawsuit. It's a girl he went to college with at Central Michigan. She's a trainer. I never did get clarification whether she was like a fix-you-up-when-you're-hurt trainer or a train-you-to-get-in-better-shape trainer. Well, I know the details were pretty graphic. Yeah, we don't want to get into the details. We're not going to get into that. Um, um, There might have been some stuff going down on her back and whatever. But um, here's some things. Here's some things. I, I am perfectly fine to believe that he's getting set up by somebody that wants some money. Now, I was listening to Clay Travis today talk about uh, he was actually reading the text. Clay's great, by the oh, way. Oh, Clay's our boy. But in, he was actually reading the text, which were broken English, kind of hard to understand. But in some of these texts, it's basically Antonio Brown going, I know what you and your mom are trying to do. You're trying to set me up, get money. I ain't stupid like that, you know, da da da, da all this stuff. So... Unless that was a clever way for him to cover his tracks, eh, like I said, I don't think he's that clever. I believe, isn't she claiming she has messages between the two of them that prove, well, that they at least spoke about it through text messages oh, I think there about was, what happened? I think there was definitely a relationship. I, the question all boils down to, was it consensual or not? I, and even he's not saying nothing happened. He's just saying it was consensual. So, Correct. Um, you know, that'll all wash out. Of course, 99% of civil suits get settled as opposed to uh, as opposed to ever going to trial. So it's never going to go to trial, and, you know, nothing like that's ever going to happen. But uh, but it is quite interesting that it dropped when it did the day before his first Patriots. Yeah, imagine practices. that. Now, so now we're at a point where, uh, you know, here he was going to go on the Patriots, which, by the way, we'll get to this. They looked like they didn't need him at all the other night. Uh, that's basically the rich getting richer. You know, and that's the sad but scary truth to all this is if he doesn't work out, then you know they'll just move on. By the way, we're still the best team in the AFC until proven wrong. Very little risk on their part because, right. like I said, they're not wrapping up a lot of money on them or a long-term deal. Um, and, you know, really, they've got a pretty – one of their better receiving cores they've had here in a while. But the thing is, 
Man, so he scary. might go on. It, it was announced today, or it was leaked today, that the the league is considering him pushing, putting him on the commissioner's uh, exempt list or non-exempt list. Which that basically means is, you're in the no-fly zone. Homie. You ain't playing. You ain't playing. You ain't playing. No matter no matter what the team says or whatever, you ain't playing. Uh, Adrian Peterson went on that same thing when he was having all those issues with whipping his, his kid or whatever. Yeah. But um, so. I don't know if they'll do it. And anybody that thinks, well, they wouldn't do that to the Patriots, see Tom Brady and deflate gate. That got a little out of hand. Um, yeah. So, I, they so anyway, might, I traded him. Yeah, well, it's, if he goes on that commissioner's list, that's a good call because he ain't playing, you know. Uh, if he doesn't, he might come out more fiery and motivated than ever. So, uh, we'll see. I, I mean, guess. this guy, we, you know, we, we thought Terrell Owens and Chad Ocho, Stinko, or Johnson – See, whatever I, his name is, I think you're. I think we're a lot of trouble. But you've but. softened. I think you've softened over time with them because they. Oh, were, yeah. they were a lot of trouble. Yes, I, they were. I don't think they in were the, any in worse. the locker room. Is what I, in the locker room they were a lot of trouble. You know, and, and things they said to the media about their teammates, things of that nature. Sure, right. they were a pain in the ass. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they weren't. But in my opinion, they are not in this guy's class. Well, I think they're exactly in that guy's class. The Ooh, only difference being this this assault charge. But, like I said, he wouldn't be the first professional athlete to try to get trapped for money. Um, by, no, that's, uh, that's, 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 a, that's for sure. However, the other part of that that makes me wonder, too, is if it didn't happen, then why did they come out and say it publicly? Because I think that information's worth more if I'm, you know, if I'm charging you with that. I think it's worth more for me to keep it quiet Absolutely. than it is for me to come out and put it in the media. Unless they already tried to get money and they said, you know, go to hell. And they said, right. all right, yeah. fine. You know, so. But the, the Antonio Brown saga is one that I'm happy that we Colts fans don't have to deal with. Yeah, I, you know, and you know what? If anybody's going to have to deal with it, God bless you, Patriots. You know? we, yeah, that's another way to look at it. Good for you, Bill. But anyway, you know, we had a great week one in the NFL. I'm, I'm tired of talking about this idiot. I'm tired too. So, yeah. you know, we can move on here and we can get to uh, what happened in, in this week's game and all the exciting action that took place in uh, week one. So week one of the NFL, and man, it was pretty awesome. What do you think, man? I thought it was a great week. You know, it was only, I mean, there was a game or two. It was kind of a clunker, but. Well, speaking of clunkers, it started out with a clunker. Packers, Bears. Yeah. Ugh. But you know what? Ugh. Sunday was so good, though. Sunday was so good, but let's run through these and just kind of talk about what happened. Man, that Packers-Bear game. Some people could, could call it a defensive game. Uh, I call it a game of bad offense myself. Now, having, having said that, the Bears do have a really good defense, and this is the first good Packers defense I've seen in many moons. So Aaron Rodgers was pretty happy about Maybe that. Maybe a decade game. or so. Yeah, I mean, the Bears defense, I expect it to be really good all year long. I mean, but their offense has to play better. Yeah, and that, well, so the Packers offense didn't look so good either. But here's the thing with the Packers you have faith that it's Aaron Rodgers, that it'll come around. Right? Here, you, here you go. Lead me into a point, just like I lead you into a point. Here's the difference Packers have Aaron Rodgers. The Bears don't. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, the Bears' offense has to play better. Or they're going to go from a 12-win team to a, an 8-win team. Well, the, It's just that easy. You know, Matt Nagy could not cover up Trubisky's crapdom that he displayed on Ugh. Thursday night. Uh, 
You know, that Montgomery kid looked promising, but they only gave him the ball like six times, you know, to carry. I think he might have had three uh, receptions too, but he looks pretty promising. But they just, it seemed like they tried to get too fancy with their play calling. I do like Matt Nagy, but uh, – I, I just think Trubisky. I mean, that was a pretty pedestrian performance, and that has to change. If it wasn't the – I think it's that simple for the Bears. If it wasn't the only game on, I sure as heck wouldn't have won. I mean, both of us, I think we, can, we expect the Packers will play better offensively. But. Yeah, I mean, I expect that division to be good, um, but who knows. That uh, That's kind of a wait and see how those two teams develop because you couldn't tell much from that game right there. No. Uh, the next game, this was a good one. Um, the Titans absolutely smashed the cocky, oh, 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 all, oh, talk, talk, oh. talk Browns. I mean, all we're hearing from the Browns, talk, 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 talk. We're doing this game already, Mac? Oh, they got I thought smashed. you'd say this for the end because well, you, it was you a, wouldn't want to hear it. It was a 1 o'clock <laughs> game, so we're going to go through the 1 o'clock games. But, uh, man, did they get killed. I so, mean, Baker had three picks. Uh, their defense looked like garbage. You know, um, you I want to I want to state that I'm I'm not into bashing players, especially young players, for things they say. Do I mean Baker's done some things off the field that I'm sure when he gets older, well, we all we've all done it. Sure, you know, yeah. I'm not going to bash him for that. Yeah. He's a he's a young guy. He'll grow out of he's that. He's never stuff. done anything bad. Well, no, I guess he no, did I get mean, tackled by that cop, but I've, I'm sure you know, I'm, he grabbed I, his junk. Quite honestly, I can't believe I was never tackled by a cop. But you yeah, know, yeah. Play the flag at Ohio State. That goes without saying. Yeah, that yeah. those kind of things. You know, they're young. I, I'm. I have no problem with. Hey, kids are kids. They grow into men. But. You know, he, he's a very accurate thrower of the ball. He's a good-looking quarterback. But, it, you know, I think all this for me is about all these so-called experts. We're sitting here at the uh, Powerline Lounge doing our podcast. And all these experts told us, well, they're going to win the division or the wild card. Bet on the Browns. Bet on the Browns. Bet on the Browns. You get you know, your best offensive player is more worried about a damn watch, Dude. wearing a watch during the game. Hey, at least it's a three hundred thousand dollar watch. You know. <laughs> well, hey, he there just, is that. He just wants to know what time it is, man. <laughs> what time is it? You know what time it is, boy. <laughs> but the uh, the other thing too is, I mean, they had like a hundred and eighty some. Yards and penalties. I believe it was the most penalties they'd ever had as a team. So this really kind of goes back to me is, you know, Freddie Kitchens, a dude that was an offensive coordinator for like five minutes. Now he's the head coach. Coached about as much NFL football as you and I have. Their left tackle gets kicked out of the game. Miles Garrett almost gets kicked out of the game. I mean, it was just a undisciplined team that so, was right. not what ready. What you're saying with the penalties and ready. people getting kicked out of the game, I mean, there's – he does not have control of what's going on here. But good news is it's week one. You know, I respect him. It's week one. It's a long season. But, man, ugh. Well, here's the other thing. Like, what, what did I say last it, week? Well, Win something first. But you did Win say something first. But it, it's not only the a lot of the experts saying this. <laughs> There was more money on them to win the Super Bowl than any other team. So the public was also buying into Give all that stuff, Give me a break. Too. The public needs to – have a cup. Right. Give me a break. Right. But on the flip side, all the talk this week's been about how bad the Browns were. How good were the Titans? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ryan. Let's talk if, about if that, you're shall we? Me, if you're going to give me Mariota shit, I don't hey. even want to hear it, dude. 313 yards passing, three touchdowns. He looked good. but part- Who was the guy that said, man, the guy's gritty, he's a winner? 
You said that, but hold on. I'll, who, who I'll is, give you a hint. His initials are Wiley. Who's who is the guy that said he only plays eleven or twelve games a year? So well, this was you know, the jury's game. still out on that. This year, you're talking about old stuff. I'm talking about every year he's been in the league. Well, that's old stuff. Okay. We're talking about this year. Okay. I, listen, I hope he does. I like to see good football players. Even Seems on teams, like a good kid, even too, on te- you know. Yes, he does. he does. But even on teams that I don't like, I want to see good players play. I don't want to see him so, hurt. I don't want to see him thrown out. I want to see him play. So, for me, okay, tell me how you feel about this. Baker Mayfield, guys like him. Even you know, Philip Rivers when he was younger. Oh, he's a mouth now. Oh, what are you talking well, about? Well, I mean, he's but remember when he was younger? Holy Moses, did he talk, talk, talk? Guys like Mariota, I've always, I've always liked guys like him. You hear me? And I know talent-wise and flashiness and all that, it's not there. But like I said, grinder, scrappy guy, winner. Man, I could have been happier to see the result. Of that well, you know, we said last week we liked Vrabel. Um, wondered if Derrick Henry was just a blip. And, Tennessee's defense hey, did get after it. You I know, mean, they Der- pressured. Derrick Henry had a heck of a game, big 75-yard uh, screen pass for a touchdown, which I'm, he he has lost some weight, but I'm still amazed. Their no defensive line him. was up in Baker's business. Their defense is always going to be – anytime you got Vrabel coaching a team, their defense is going to be nasty. And they were last year, and they were on in week so one. Mariota, so, I mean, you know. You gotta, you gotta be happy for that guy. Well, you know, we'll, we'll see how. Or you it goes. can just go ahead and admit that you're a terrible evaluator of quarterbacks. How? Listen, I tell you what, we're gonna do next week. We're gonna have oh, a quarterback like ranking. This. I'm gonna give you a little homework. We're gonna rank quarterbacks, and what I said was he was in the bottom third of the league. I like so. This. The question will be, can I find 20 quarterbacks that are better than he is that I think are better than he is? Now, part of that evaluation is availability. And if you're not available for 16 games, I don't uh, care how good you are. You're talking about old stuff again. No, no, I'm not. So, uh, But we'll go into that. I think, so, you're the, listen, I think you're in the bottom tier of this podcast, and there's only two of us. Yeah, well, I, we, we can let the fans vote on that. Oh, but uh, I like that. I like that. So we'll move on because we've got a lot of games to cover, but – Takeaways, Browns, you got some work to do. Titans, you're looking pretty good from the start, uh, even though you're in the Colts division, so I usually hey, don't like seeing I know it sounds like I hate the Browns. No. All I'm saying is shut up, play ball, y'all have talent, work on what you need to work on. So uh, the next game we're going to talk about is the uh, – well, shoot. The Ravens decided to take a vacation down in Miami, and it was a working vacation. They worked the Dolphins like the crap team that we all know the Dolphins are. The tank is definitely you know, on in South Beach. I, I don't really want to spend a whole lot of time on this game because in case y'all forgot last week, I told you, the Dolphins stink. So I'm not surprised that the Ravens came in and did what they did. Pump your brakes a little bit on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. So but- to, to give it some context, Lamar Jackson – had five TDs, 324 yards, only ran the ball three times. Was For a guy that every expert says can't throw the ball. He, he, was, in, the ball. he, he, he was, was he was playing pocket quarterback. But to your point, is it that the Dolphins are that bad or the Ravens were that good? And more than likely, it's somewhere in between. Probably. Dolph- I, I think, you know, the, the Ravens are well coached. You know, that let's just recognize that. John Harbaugh, to me, is one of the probably – First or second most underrated guys in the league. I respect the heck out of that guy. 
but yeah, you're right. They play the Dolphins, and the Dolphins stink. I mean, what I learned from that is if you have fantasy football players playing the Dolphins, get them in the lineup. Start them. I don't care what they're projected to do. Get them in the lineup. Start them and keep, stay away um, from Dolphins. But they yes, stink. I was impressed because normally we're used to seeing Ravens team smash mouth, run it at you, play great defense. But to now have a yeah. murder, if they got if if Lamar can actually do this on a consistent basis, watch out. You know that this. The last decade or so, this was a game that Ravens would have went in and, and dominated the game, but still only won twenty three to three or twenty three to ten. Or and you know, you know, one of the things I wanted to point out was Week One is really a time for overreactions. This team's great. This sure. team sucks. Sure. But I think you can legitimately say the Dolphins suck, as you said, they stink. They stink. It's, it doesn't take a Week Two or Week Three blowout for me to learn that. And we'll get to who they play in week two, and it ain't going to be and good. Albeit week one, I think the Ravens put the rest of their division on notice. Hey, we're not going anywhere. But I, I still, I'm kind of in a wait and see mode to just see how good they are, uh, because that was like playing a XFL team. I right agree, there. sir. Um, the next game we'll get to is the game uh, we got to watch here in Indiana on the Indianapolis station was the uh, Falcons were at the Vikings. And quite frankly, I was pretty excited about that game because I thought it was going to be a great game. It this was not. might have been the game I was looking forward to the most, and the Falcons just uh. – It was 28-12, to 12 and it wasn't that close. Those 12 were garbage uh, touchdowns. Matt Ryan was trash. Kirk and Cousins threw 10 passes. They only had to throw 10 passes. 10 passes. I mean, I had uh, Thielen on one fantasy team, Diggs on the other – Thielen gets a touchdown in the first drive, and I'm thinking, here we go. How do you throw 10 passes and dominate the game? He only had three targets the whole game. Diggs only had two targets the whole game because they didn't have to. Because Dalvin Cook, healthy, was the man. He was running all over you, the sir. place. You, you did say if he's healthy, he is a hell of a player. Now, there's another guy that let me see 16 out of because he, it hasn't happened the first couple of years. But uh, – but you're yeah. a man of integrity, sir. I'm glad you can say that about one of the guys you like. The Falcons were garbage, and uh, that's about all you can say about that. The Vikings' defense looks very, very troubling if you're playing them. Um, I think so. the Falcons are a veteran team, though. They'll, they'll put this behind them. They'll move on. But how? But how many? NFL games, can you remember where they threw 10 passes and dominated the game? Yeah, that, that's mind-boggling. <laughs> or even me. lost. with their, I mean, 10 passes. When, when, when I heard about that initially, somebody told me, and I thought they were kidding. High school teams that don't throw very much throw 10 passes sure. a game. <laughs> you know, I mean, so. wow. So 28-12 to 12 on that one. The Falcons got to regroup. Um, next game, now this one was uh, – I'm. I have a feeling this was a battle between – Two uh, two lightweights, but I could be wrong. Uh, the Bills pulled one out on the Jets, seventeen to sixteen. Jets kind of blew it. Uh, their kicker got cut the day after. If that tells you anything, well, that's how that went. Yeah, he, I mean, you know what? I will say that I did pick the Jets to uh, win this game, but the Bills are—they seem to be pretty well coached and they play hard. Well, they, All, they play through till the end of every play. They always play good defense. They want to run the ball. Josh Allen makes a ton of mistakes, but he does enough to win. So It's hard for me to say, hey, a team that scored 16 points or whatever they won, 16 to 15. 17, 17 16 is what okay. it was. Yeah, I'm not going, okay, they're, they're going to the playoffs. No. Now, Adam Gase uh, blamed the Jets' O-line and their wide receivers for not running good routes, and maybe that's true. I don't know. I didn't watch the game, thankfully. Yeah, but, the Jets uh, will definitely have better days. I think they'll get better. I mean, they have Le'Veon. He did look good. Darnold, Darnold you know. 
He's got the talent. He's still very young. He's only 22. Yeah, so I think he's going to be a good mind. player. Yeah. But you like got to have you got to have protection too. But, it takes time. Um, so the next game we got is the Eagles versus the Redskins. Um, that game was kind of throwing me for a loop because yeah, the Redskins, Redskins jump out, out to a nice big early lead, seventeen nothing. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting here. I bet on the Eagles. I got Wentz as my quarterback in fantasy. I was on board with you. I think I thought the Redskins uh, were going to stink. Freaking this year. out! I, in fact, that was nine and a half points, and that's one of those that I didn't even hesitate as I was going through my bets that morning. Why uh, would I was like, yeah, I'll take those. I'll take those, but. Of course, then the Eagles put it on them the second half. Carson Wentz starts acting like Carson Wentz. The Eagles Wentz. look like the Eagles I think they can be if Wentz stays healthy all year, if they stay healthy in general. That second half Eagles team was, was pretty impressive. And they were going to cover until the Redskins got a meaningless touchdown at the end. But I will say this. The Redskins' O did impress me. Case Keenum looked pretty good. They, they were put, making first downs. They put 27 yeah. on a defense that you would, you know – think that would be able to be one of the top defenses in the league um you know i, I was pretty impressed and but then again winning never take winning on the road in the nfl for granted so i'm sure the eagles are extremely happy they came out with, with the win uh yeah actually i believe they were at the redskins if i'm not mistaken or at the eagles at oh, was that a home game i think it was um, i think I, you're right but, my mistake well it's even more impressive. either way a win is a win in the nfl and uh for them that's a division game so uh, you know i'm sure they're happy about it but um the next game was uh was a game that was a really good game Rams and Panthers. Uh, the Rams go to Carolina and win thirty to twenty-seven. Cover the spread. Thank the you. The tough much, one Rams. to pick there. Uh, actually, I I don't know. I, f- I feel like the Rams are getting undersold for a team that went to the Super Bowl and didn't really lose anybody. I agree. I and, agree with that. You know, Cam was injured all preseason, um, so you know, Cam played okay, not great. Um, the the Rams O looked a lot like the Rams O, so that's good for them. Cooper Cup was back. Gurley. Like I said in the in the preview show last week, you know, I, I think this really people might overlook this, but I think this was a really really good win for the Rams. Yeah, With, I, I mean, when you've got a dynamic quarterback, which Cam is, when he's on his A game. You go into Carolina and get out of there with a win. I mean, well, not only that, you go into an NFC foes. Uh, you know, they'll be jockeying for possibly. Sure. You know, who knows? Uh, yeah. You know, in the playoffs, so. That gives them the eggs right there. Plus, they went across country. Um, yeah, so traveled a long ways. Good win, and they covered. Thank you, Rams. Uh, next up, we had Chiefs and Jags. Um, okay. Mahomes, it wasn't a one-year thing, folks. He was di- he was dialing it up out yeah, there. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, I mean, at everything. He's moving around in the pocket. He doesn't get nervous when the heat comes. He sets his feet, and he throws darts. So – the Chiefs' D is not very good because the two biggest things that stand out about this game are Nick Foles didn't last a quarter, broke a collarbone. Collarbone, that's, that's – Sucks for him. That's too bad uh, for him. I sucks for that. the Jags fans. I really, want, I really, really wanted to see how Foles would do 16 games with his own team. You know, he, he deserves that. Wait a know? minute. You weren't looking forward to watching Gardner Minshaw? Gardner Minshaw, isn't that the guy? Uh, he has a lawn care business in uh, Orleans, doesn't he? Actually, he is a uh, British detective. 
uh, in a series of novels, Gardner Minshaw. Gardner no, Minshaw. But uh, he was a Washington State quarterback. Actually came in and looked kind of good. But that's why I said I don't think the Chiefs. I saw a picture of this guy. He looks like a like a PE teacher from like 1984. Well, he actually went to school at one of the SEC schools, and I think it was Auburn, maybe, and flamed out. Was almost getting ready to quit football. Uh, then went to Washington wow. State, played for Mike Leach, and next thing you know, he's a you know a draft pick. But wow, so. The reason I said the Chiefs' defense didn't look that good is because they still gave up 26 to a guy named Gardner Minshaw. Um, so when they have to play a real quarterback and a real offense, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. Things don't look good for the Jags, and I think the Chiefs will be just fine. No, the Jags went from, you know, possibility to win the AFC South to sorry about your luck. Yeah, you had you know. to feel if you had falls all season. Hey, you never know. But the Chiefs' offense is still gone. One other injury that uh, – Devastated your boy here was uh, Tyreek Hill. Bit of maybe karma caught up with him. I don't know. But uh, Do you have him in your lineup? He was my number one draft pick on Ooh, our fantasy league. Ouch, and uh, ouch. The, the worst thing is when a guy goes out in the first quarter when he doesn't have a chance to contribute points. You know, it's just like. So you basically it. got nothing. No, I mean, you know, I'm not saying I would have won, but I could have won if I didn't have him, you know, in the lineup. So, but he's out what looks like four to six weeks. Uh, you know, uh, the good news for people that had Sammy Watkins player too. was that. Uh, he took advantage of the extra targets. Sammy Watkins said, remember me, and had like 198 oh, yards. He went video and, game. Uh, he yeah. was. He was outstanding. He's always been a physical specimen, but he was kind of stashed away in Buffalo with bad quarterbacks and was never healthy. And so, I mean, weather's he, not too good. If either. he can stay healthy and he sucks up all of uh, you know Tyree Kill's targets, you know, forever whoever drafted him in the middle of their fantasy rounds, uh, you, you you might have a, a yeah, you know, still top have receiver weapons. on you your hands. You can't just double so. him because Mahomes is good enough to work through that. Correct. Um, you know, the, getting into the afternoon games here, we had the Seahawks over the Bengals in Seattle. But, you know, the spread on this bad boy was nine and a half. Yeah. And the freaking Bengals, who everyone thought was going to basically compete to be the worst team in the league, they came out swinging, you know. Very impressed with what they did out there. Kind of reminds you, especially with no A.J. Green, but it kind of reminds you that Andy Dalton, he can play good sometimes, you know. I <laughs> like you said that with a little bit well, of Well, I'm not going to sit here and say – He can play good sometimes. I'm not going to say he's a good quarterback because, you know, he's one of those guys that will have a week like this week and then next week will throw four picks. You know, Dalton had like a two-year stretch where we – I think we all felt like he was coming coming into his own and going to be like a – not top tier, but, you know, upper echelon, you know, first half anyway of the quarterbacks in the league. And they just – but mate, you know, I don't know. It's he's a hard one to gauge because they just haven't been very good. Well, they got a new coach and Zach Taylor. Um, who knows what what he'll be like? New offense. But see, AJ Green didn't play. Joe Mixon got hurt, and yet they still almost pulled off this win in Seattle. So to me, I think part of it is we all expected the the Bengals to stink. But the other part was you you expect Seattle to take care of business at home. So you're going to probably beat, the toughest place to play a road game in the league, and and you're going to beat the Bengals by one. Ugh, ugh, you know, well, you know what I've always heard: winning by one's a hell of a lot better than losing by one. It it surely is, but it does make me think the Seahawks 
are probably in for a long year if yeah, that's they what got they a tough did. game in week or two. May, maybe maybe we hit their stride like i said we don't want to overreact the colts look pretty bad good for in the, the first Bengals, four though. or five games good for the Bengals. Though. good for the Bengals. we will not underestimate them again maybe until they give us reason to until so. next week uh the next game was a divisional game cowboys just smashed the giants into oblivion basically you know i uh watched some of this game the giants took their first possession right down the field saquon had a big run of like 56 yards they went down to score seven nothing i thought hey the giants are improved but then what happened was this is very important i want everybody to uh key in on this the giants defense then had to go out on the field and play and their defense folks is awful. I mean, awful. It, it was just, I don't know what else to say. It was just awful. Well, I could tell you this. I bet Jerry wishes he probably would have signed Dak to a, a contract before that game because Dak looked like the man out there. Yeah, he de- he looked like a guy that knows where he's at in his career and he, he's ready to take that next step. And he, know, he looked like a guy that knows – I have to be the guy to lead this franchise, which is what you want out of your quarterback. Sure. So he's he's playing for big money now, and uh, he looked like a real but quarterback. But at the same time, Mac, here's, here's where I'm at with this, because I've got a couple family members that are big Cowboys fans, and they sure like to talk about them Cowboys. They did play the Giants at home. Right, and I think we and, all think Giants are going to suck. Yeah, so. I mean, if they win four games, I'll be shocked. Uh, but it is a divisional game, and, <clears throat> you know. But the, the Giants did, or the Cowboys did what they needed to do. You know, Zeke looked a little chubby and slow, but, I mean, even at that, he's still a great player. Well, he's been hanging out in Mexico right. for a month, so. But I'm, yeah, the Cowboys look, Cowboys look really good, but I, I would say pump the brakes a little bit, just a little. They did play the Giants. So that's kind of more of a stay tuned. How how good are the Cowboys? How bad are the Giants, I guess? Exactly. We'll, we'll find out exactly. as the weeks go on. Uh, the next game, the Lions went to Arizona. and uh, We all thought this was going to be a yawner. Uh, well, I mean, if you like ties, uh, I guess it wasn't. But, well, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of it, ties, it don't get a, me wrong. It was a but, comeback tie but, for the Cardinals. I mean, you had a right? rookie you know? quarterback that's – like the size of my dog. Well, this guy's little. And they were down, what, 21-3? They were down big time. Uh, you know, Kyler Murray threw for like 198 yards in the fourth quarter alone. Yeah, I think at halftime he had like 68 yards passing or something. Not they, very good. They basically did nothing on offense for two and Zilch. a half quarters. And, uh, and you know, Stafford was playing a good game. Um, and it, you know, it was a, it was a good game. I the second half was great anyway. Here's the thing. I think that uh, I think Stafford's a talented quarterback. I do too. But he's, he's been through arm. so many head coaches and coordinators. And, uh, you I was know, just going to say, oh, gosh. Now they well, have Daryl Bevel, who was the Seattle coordinator, who I never thought was a very good offensive coordinator in Seattle. Same one that called the uh, slant pass in the Super Bowl against the Patriots instead of running it with Marshawn Lynch. But – um, but I digress. Brilliant. So a comeback tie, maybe Kyler Murray and the Cardinals will be better than we think. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury after the game was. Oh, don't get me wrong. I don't think they're going to be better than we no. think. But that, I mean, that was that's what you want to see as a as a Cardinal fan. Your I, number one overall draft pick coming from behind like that. 
you know, I mean, that's good stuff. Sure. I think it was two bad teams going at it, and uh, yeah. I think there's a lot of L's coming up. But, oh, Lord, where guys. would the Lions be if they didn't have Stafford? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Um, next game was the 49ers went to Tampa. Um, this one I was paying close attention to. Problem was, to. Tampa didn't show up in Tampa. Yeah, it was 31-17. Um, the Jameis Winston project is not looking too good for Bruce Arians. I think a lot of, a lot of people, including myself, kind of expected Jameis and his talent to resurface under the tutelage of Bruce Arians. Unfortunately, he threw three picks, including two pick sixes. Could have been more like five picks. Uh, and just to put that in perspective, the 49ers had – uh, two picks all of last year, and they had three picks in this game. Ouch. So you know, it, it's it's hard to judge this guy because good version really really gets you excited, makes makes you think Jameis can be a really good player in this league. But bad version so bad, it's yeah. just so bad. And I mean, I, I think he's got, you know, I'm sure Arians will give him four or five games. If you see this kind of play, I mean, well, Arians is. Doesn't have a lot of time left in this league to coach, and you know he's not going to sit and watch this for eight games. Unfortunately, he was my uh, backup quarterback pick on one of my fantasy teams. I didn't like Baker's odds going against the Titans' D, so I started Jameis, and that Ouch. did not. Neither one did well, so it's not Ouch. like I could have played. Right. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo in this game, eh, he was eh, 166 yards. I, yeah, I think yeah. – I mean, the, the Bucks just kept putting the Niners in such great position to win with all those turnovers. Right. I, mean, I, I mean, I don't think the Niners' offense, they didn't look very good. It was just their defense yeah. was just dominating. So, yeah, so I mean, having a great defense is a good thing. But, yeah, I, jury's still out for me on both these teams. So, uh, there was one more Sunday afternoon game, which we will get to. Um, which but, one was that? Well, you know what game it was. Oh. Um, one near and dear to our heart. But yes. uh, but the night game, Sunday night game, the Pats murdered the Steelers. And I mean murder with a capital M, decapitated them. I mean, them. if the Steelers were a horse, you would have shot them. I mean, they were just Put trying. Put them out of their misery. They were just trying to get a field goal to the end, at the end so they didn't have a goose egg, you know. I was, I was shocked. You know, I'm never going to be shocked at the Steelers. Patriots win a game at home against anybody. But, I mean, wow. Well, Mike Tomlin, Big Ben. I mean, they got a lot of experience. Even Pouncey on the line. They got a lot of guys who've had on defense. That was just wow. I, You know, I expected the Pats to win because they just seemed to have the Steelers number, especially at Foxborough. Didn't expect it to basically be 33 to nothing and then the Pats kick a field goal. Yeah, I mean, my takeaway from this game that the Patriots looked really, really good. And then and the Steelers will, you know, if we know Mike Tomlin like we, we think we do, he's been around a long time, they'll put this game behind him and they'll be ready next week. Well, one of my takeaways is the Pats' D is the best I've seen it look since Teddy Bruschi was playing linebacker, basically. Oh, my. Um, that they, doesn't bode well for They the looked the legit. The other takeaway, Brady – Looked really good. Yeah. 341 yards, uh, three touchdowns. He, he wasn't pressured. No. He, you know, he I had mean, control of everything that was going on. It was – and Josh Gordon. So, Josh Gordon on his touchdown reception, he basically catches the ball. He's so big and physical. Basically flicks two dudes off of him that are trying to tackle him on the way to the end zone. Just with one hand, his offhand, just see, get, get out of my way. Isn't it crazy when I saw him score that touchdown? To me, I was thinking, man, it looks like the guy's jogging. 
Well, yeah, he's not even running but, hard. But he was basically just throwing dudes off of him. Like if he's he, one of those guys that he's just so much when his mind is right and when he's dedicated and locked in. He's one of I mean, man, were we talking four or five guys in the league? They're just so much better than everybody else. If he stays clean, man, he is a beast. Hall of Fame talent, but. The other thing is the Steelers' O looked really just awful. And I'm sure part of that was the Patriots' defense being good. But Belichick did what he does, which is take one of your main weapons away. Right. Juju was getting doubled all night, yep. and he didn't know what to do with that. I think he caught four or five balls for 60 or 70 yards. but The other receivers didn't step up in their no. stead. Um, you know, James Conner only had like 20 or 30 yards, no production something like that. tight ends. Um, it, uh, it was just bad all the way around. But uh, So, really – in, in looking at that, you go, do the Steelers miss Antonio Brown? I think they do right now. Uh, will they adjust as the season goes on? Sure they will. I believe so. Um, do the Pats – will the Pats miss Antonio Brown? Nope, I don't think they will. I don't think they're too worried about that. And just that. a little side note, I put some, some dinero down on the Pats at 7-1. to one Ah, one. So juice. This was before the Antonio Brown thing, okay? So it was 7-1. to one. Then it went to 8-1 to one the next day. I'm like, damn, shit. Wish I could have got eight. Wow. Should have put some more down on eight to one. Then the next day, Antonio Brown news comes out, and it goes down to four and a half to one. So, so we'll take the seven. Yeah, we'll but, take the seven. Yeah, I'll take the seven. But the, they're the odds-on favorite now. So um, we had two Monday night games. The first one was a hell of a game. Hell of a game. This is the type of games you hope you're we're going to watch every time you turn on a game. Yeah, the, game of the week for sure. I mean, the Saints. Week. The Saints beat the Texans, but not one, but two come from behind drives. Uh, Deshaun Watson was dealing out there. Uh, he, he's, he's so talented. I mean, he, uh, he's he, so good. he threw for 268, three TDs, ran for 40 yards and one TD. Um, but he he leads him to a come from you know come from behind. Here they go down the field, throws one Looked to Kenny like Steele. Touchdown, they win. Yay, here they go. And then what they leave Drew Brees like fifty seconds, something like that. 48, I thought it was like forty seconds, seconds. Thirty-eight seconds. It wasn't much. Whatever it was, it wasn't much. Out. Drew Brees looked like a young Drew Brees going for three seventy and two scores. As Leads we him said, down. he would early in the year. Leads him down. Will Lutz kicks it. Game over. They win. How so. long was that field? Fifty-eight yards, sixty yards. It was fifty-eight because he had kicked one a fifty-eighter previously in the game. So it was just. To see the Saints do that at home, I guess wouldn't. If you'd have told me, "Hey, the Saints are going to win on a last-second field goal," I wouldn't have been surprised. But the way it went down after the Texans had come down and taken the lead again, uh, you know, I guess if just you're, a great game by what, what I think are two really good teams. You're right, and yeah. you know, both the, the one receivers, Michael Thomas and DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is a flat-out superstar. Well, both he and and Michael yeah. Thomas. Hell, even Ted Ginn had a hundred yards. Uh, so there Ted were, Ginn. There were three receivers with a hundred yards in that game. But uh, I mean, that that I was. Still say that 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 line was garbage. I think I think Houston well. Getting seven. The, I was like, are you kidding the, me? The last it was six and a half when I got it. I took the Texans, so I, obviously I still covered. Winner, winner. And I took the over, which covered at the very end, obviously. But um, so, but. The uh, the the thing the, th- the thing was somebody made this comment and I had to agree with them. 
That last minute, 45 seconds of that game might have been some of the worst defense I'd ever seen played. Yeah, I mean, the worst defense called, by the both worst teams. defense played. By both yeah, teams. I yeah. mean, to just let them drive down, get a touchdown. But, drive I mean, down, it's great for the goal. fans. Fans loved it, but yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, as far as defensively. But if you're a Texas fan, uh, don't despair. A lot of people no. go to the Superdome and lose, right? Um, <laughs> Better believe it. You know, and if you're a Saints fan, <laughs> be excited because you beat a good team. So. Right. I think that's one of those that great you, win and not a bad loss for Houston. So, you I mean, you lost the game, but don't hang your heads on that because I think there's good things to uh, to come. Um, I think you you saw that their running game is going to be fine. Sean Watson's one of those guys we're going to be saying in the here every Man, week. The I, difference I, is Houston has Deshaun Watson. This team doesn't. They're in our division, and I still like watching him play. But, yeah, uh, I think I the other too. thing you saw too is Lamar Miller went down. Carlos Hyde looked freaking good, man. You know, you know. He, he's a bit and of a mystery. Like, seems like everybody moves him along, but he seems like he does a great yeah, job wherever like he's at. It's not like his third team in four he's got years. A career four point eight yards a carry or Duke something. Duke Johnson was doing pretty good catching the ball, so I don't think they're going to miss Lamar Miller at all. But great game. Um, then the last game of that night, which I don't know about you, but I could not stay up. It started at ten thirty no, Eastern it's, time. It's, it's, that, that, that's a bad idea. I made it till five minutes to go in the third quarter when Gary on Conley went down with that injury and they're bringing the card out. And I was like, all right, I'm done. Um, but from what I saw and what I read the next day, kudos to the Raiders, man. Yeah. I um, mean, with, with what they've had to deal with the last couple of weeks, I was really happy for uh, David Carr's a guy that I, you know, I really root for that guy. He's a, he's a, just well, a great guy. I hope you root for Derek Carr's younger brother because David, uh, he's already out of the league. Is it David? It's Derek. Well, I rooted for David, too. Wasn't well, he a number one pick Derek, also? David got his ass kicked and he's out of the league, but he was number one pick. Derek Carr. But Derek looked, yeah, that guy. Derek looked really good. I, I can remember a couple years ago before he got hurt, he was pretty good quarterback. The Colts played them in Oakland and broke his leg, and he was actually – in a lot of people's top two or three for MVP that year. He was looking really good. I had him in fantasy that year and the year before. Um, the Josh Jacobs, that rookie out of Alabama, they were pounding the ball. Not, oh, not yeah. a very good yards per carry, but he had like 89 yards on he, 22, He got a lot of good, carries. tough yards they needed. Um, they, they played the way Gruden wanted to play, and they controlled that whole game. Um, you know, the Bucks were favored by three, or the Bucks, the Broncos were favored by three, which is what I took, so I lost money on that one. But, uh, you know, the Raiders went up winning 24 to 16, and they were in control that entire game. And Good for them. You know, to hell with you, Antonio Brown. Yeah, guess. I'm not a huge Raiders fan, but, I mean, with what they've had to deal with from that clown the last couple of weeks, I mean, I was, I was extremely happy for them to get to win like that. A, a couple things, though. As, as much as I say, hey, maybe the Raiders got something. Joe Flacco sucks, okay? Uh, why I bet on a team with Joe Flacco? Are you talking sucks like they should just play the other guy? I'm not saying that is, because or... if 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 they had any faith, then you know, actually, their other guy right now is Drew. Locke. I didn't see any of the game. Drew Locke's a rookie and he's on injury reserve, so he's not going to play. But that um, just Flacco is not good, man. He's had like one good year anymore. Yeah, he's. He, I, Remember I, I said, I God bless him, he got his money when he was able to. Yeah, and the other takeaway was the Broncos, D, you're supposed to be good. And you were playing an offense that your casual fan couldn't have named more no. than two dudes, you know. And Carr and I, I mean, don't know anybody you know, else. Nobody knows who Darren Waller is. No. He's a stud. He's going to be a stud tight end. Uh, their top receiver was eh, – Man, that's crazy you know, to think that Flacco is – 
And you this get, guy beat the Patriots in the playoffs like twice. He had a good month, you know. But uh, but I mean, you're the Broncos. You got Bradley Chubb and 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 Von Miller coming off the edges. What what gives, man? Yeah. You know, Vic Fangio is supposed to be one of the better defensive minds in this in, league, like the history of the game. But their offense uh, looked horrible, and their defense looked very unimpressive. So um, that is all the games that we. Uh, Okay, we cared about all the games, but there's one particular game we really cared about, and that is the Indianapolis Colts in Los Angeles facing the Chargers. So the Colts go to – I won't say San Diego because it's been a couple of years now. They go to they go to L.A. in that little tiny-ass sub-hub. soccer field. Sub-hub 30,000-seat soccer field. Um, I'm excited. I want to see what Jacoby looks like. You know, it's been a while since really got to see him in, in a meaningful action. Um, I was really looking forward to watching him play because he's had a couple of years in the system now. Excited to see what uh, the defense is going to look like. Uh, I, you know, <sighs> of all people to let us down, Daniel. Of all people. I know where you're going with this. Of all people. I mean yeah. – for anyone that knows. Oh, you played football. Back that, you know, that, special teams will win or lose you the game that, a lot well, of times. Well, I mean, that played or not played, we lost 30-24. to 24. We did cover. In overtime. We did cover. It was on the road. It was overtime. And it was not overtime where we did not get a shot because of the dumbass NFL overtime rules. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying this just because it was the Colts. I've said this every year. That's a stupid-ass rule where if you score a touchdown, game's over. I agree. So, hey, win the coin toss and score a touchdown, game's over. That's And, you know, they thought they did a great thing by changing it from, well, whoever scores first. Well, if you only score a field goal, then they, just give both teams the ball and see what happens. I mean, I've heard the talk, well, then stop them. But is that really that fair? I mean – you look at good offenses like Kansas City or something, their defense isn't that great. Is that really right. fair to go, oh, well, our half-assed defense couldn't stop them, so, well, but your badass will, offense. Stats will show you, like, percentage of teams that win the coin toss in overtime win the game. It's, it's astronomical. So, uh, you know, all in all, what I was referring to was the GOAT, Mr. Adam Vinatieri, 46 years old, kicker. Which is not old, folks, by the way. Um, he goes out, and it was a bad sign when he missed the uh, PAT. Well, he missed the 29-yard yeah. field goal first, correct? Am I right on that? I, I think, think so. so. Oh, no, he missed a 29-yard chipper. No, what? Okay, that's all right. Maybe it's a bad hold or something. Sure, soccer field, loose. Then he misses a PAT. Oh, what? Uh, then he misses another chipper. So, basically... The GOAT cost us seven points, and we lost by six. Yeah, um, obviously that's very unfortunate. Um, Vinatieri's a stand-up guy. I mean, I believe he said if I was a GM, I'd get rid of my ass. But Well, if know, his name was Adam Smith, I think. Uh, right, right, would. Adam McKinney or Jones, he's probably cut. Well, Adam uh, Jones can play corner, so maybe not. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Is that Pac-Man? Pac-Man, yeah. Is that Miss Pac-Man? Well, I don't know. I think he's out of the league now, but... So we'll call him Miss Pac-Man. You know, I I really think... Here's here's where I'm at on that. You know, by the way, and you know this, I've met Adam. Talked to Adam. He's a great guy. Stand-up guy. Uh, 
I, I think you know, if he if he has another performance like this, he'll probably just retire. I, I, I really don't think he's going to, you know, I mean, I think he's the kind of guy from meeting him and talking to him that, you know, he wants what's best for the team. And, I, you know, I believe that from the word go. And I, I, well, first of all, I don't expect that we'll see another performance like that out of him. He's, he's coming back to a normal football stadium at least next week. He's on the road, but, uh, you know, yeah, it, it was disappointing. It's too. I'm not, I'm not going to count that guy. I out. agree. I, I'm not saying, hey, all time great, cut him, get rid of him. But you can't say he didn't cost us a game. There were other things that happened in that game, sure. and over a course of a long game, it is very hard to say that one thing cost you. It's like a basketball game, and somebody misses the last second shot. Uh, there were a lot of shots missed before that last second shot. There were a lot of things done. Uh, for instance, uh, the Chargers' first drive. They were getting ready to kick a field goal. Then they call uh, roughing the kicker, and they get a first down. Or they, was it offsides or roughing the kicker? One or the other. They, I thought it was roughing the kicker. It was, it was one or the other. They get a first down, so now they're going for the touchdown. They score a touchdown. So there's a four-point swing That's right a big there. deal. Yeah. Uh, there was another time where we got a strip sack, but Justin Houston jumped off early, and instead of getting a strip, strip sack and Say that ten times real fast. Strip sack, strip sack. Tell you about that. Instead of getting the strip wow. sack and getting possession, uh, they get the ball back and they score another touchdown. So, those weren't the only things. No, that, those are seven right. easy points. It's, if you it's ask week me. one. Um, for me, I'm taking a hell of a lot more positives out of this game than I am negatives. The, the you know the field goal kicker thing, Adam Vinatieri. Sure, that stinks. Is what it is. I don't expect to see any more of that. But. That being said, um, Jacoby, 21 for 27, I believe, for 190 yards. You don't know. That's not going to blow anybody away. But the great news is the Colts rushed the ball, ran the ball on the road for 200 yards. Right. Marlon Mack, 175 uh, yeah. yards. And to, to me, that's what – I mean, they're on the road again at Tennessee next week, and that right there is going to be the recipe f- for success. Because I think Jacoby's – you know, I mean, Jacoby didn't look bad. He looked, he looked pretty comfortable. He, he looked did. confident what he was doing. He did. Uh, he looked capable. I mean, um, you know, the Chargers are a good team now. They're missing their best defender in uh, Derwin James, um, but and missing Melvin Gordon. But quite frankly, they didn't. I wouldn't say we're missing him, Bob's. You know, I wouldn't uh, say I was missing him, Bob. Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson filled in quite nicely. Really good players, uh, but. So, Chargers are a good team. A team that they're very good. Everybody expects to be there in the AFC. Yeah. And to they're cou- in the mix. To yeah. couple that with our lower expectations, you know, since Luck retired, I can't say a lot of – we're disappointed to lose, especially in overtime like that. Uh, but I just think we touched on this last week. Man, the Colts still have – they, they have a great young roster. Here's the thing that scared young. me, though. I ex- actually expected their defense to be better, and I guess – Technically, they only gave up 24 in regulation well, the defense on the played road. Pretty underwhelming. But they they gave up a lot of yards. Um, Let, uh, the maniac got banged up a little bit. I know he kept playing, but I think that might be affected the way I mean, he played. Keenan Allen was killing us, like we said. Eckler and Jackson were running the ball and catching screen passes. So now, now Keenan Allen, nothing to be ashamed of by him killing you because he is a superstar. He's he's a top flight receiver. Yeah. But but the point is. Uh, 
we were giving up a lot of yards that I was kind of hoping we were going to graduate to the next level as a defense. And, and but it felt like the game really was going to get away from us, and I was really excited to see how the Colts came out in the second half. A lot half, of fight. A lot regrouped, of Regrouped, got themselves back in the game. Malik Hooker's interception in, in the fourth quarter. I mean, wow. He, he one-handed it. Uh, he's a stud when he's healthy, but he's, yeah. he's rarely been healthy. I mean, they know? have the pieces and the talent. First-round um, draft pick uh, for a reason, you know. Did you so, – uh, you played high school football, didn't you? Played a little a, college ball. A little bit, yeah. What did you play in high school? Uh, played center. Center? Played so you're a big, defensive line. You're a big fan of uh, O-Lyman. I love uh, – listen, um, I'll talk about the offensive line all day. If you have a good offensive line, your offense will be – Pretty good, you know, even I'm, if your skill players are mediocre. I wasn't a football player. I played in eighth grade. Didn't play high school football. I always defer to you on football because you're the expert. But I wouldn't say so expert. I, a lot of, a lot of well, guys play. At this there, table, so. you're the expert. Anyway, let's say that. As sad as If, I'm, if I'm an expert for any reason, it's because I watch uh, thousands of hours of the year. But, uh, probably, you know, you know. I, I'm one of those football fans that, I gravitate towards the quarterback, the receiver. Well, the camera the follows backs. the ball, sure. right? You know, and that's so. where I—that's what I follow. But I'm telling you right now, I—I I watched a couple videos on uh, Twitter today, and Quentin Nelson. It, it, it's a shame. I think this is all getting ready to change because a lot of people are really, really starting to uh, notice how good he is. He is. I mean, to say you can't say he's not one of the best players in the game right now. He is unbelievable. Well, he's definitely at, one at of the best guard, players in an offensive line. At a guard, he 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 can literally do it all at a guard. I I think he's. You know, they drafted him third. If he which stays is healthy, I, I'm going to go out on a limb. You heard it here first. He's going to go down as the best lineman the Colts have ever had. And, and linemen are hard to judge from the standpoint of you know. Okay, with analytics, there are some stats for him, but I mean, no stats that right. a casual so, fan. So what you have to do there's is no you have fantasy to break. offensive line. Right. There, there's not in the box score. It doesn't say, hey, this guy didn't allow any stacks, or so they you ran. You have to go and break the film times. down on, the, on these guys. Yeah, I mean, you really got to watch. And I'm telling you right now, there's nobody else playing guard in the league that that does the things he does. The thing is, even the casual fan notices when your offensive line sucks, right? Absolutely, it becomes painfully obvious. That uh, when your quarterback doesn't have time to throw, when your running backs don't have any lanes, uh, it becomes painfully obvious how important the line is. Now, if they're doing their job, it's one of those things that that maybe you don't notice. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like I said, to go on the road against one of the top – San Diego's one of the top three or four teams in the AFC for sure, in my opinion. Eh, maybe. Rush I mean, for 200 Patriots, yards. Patriots, KC. Um, yeah. You know, Texans could work their way in there, uh, but, but, yeah, but I put yeah, the Chargers yeah. right there. I mean, yeah, they're there. They're they there. can the Chargers can beat all those teams on it. You know, when well, they're especially on. when Derwin James comes. Back. Listen, right. I'm no, I'm I'm not, a, I'm no dummy. I know if they would have had him on defense, that they would have been a lot better on defense. Sure, sure. But, too. but to go on the road in 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 that environment, week one against one of the best teams in the NFC and rush run the ball for 200 yards is is very impressive. And I you know I like where the Colts are at. And I expect them to uh, keep that going next week. Yeah, I'm very impressed indeed uh, with a lot of what they did. Uh, you know, we should probably bring in uh, some other fans, experts we have here. Our sons, uh, 
Lucas McKinney and Jackson Jones. Uh, Sixteen years old. They're loud uh, and they're, proud. They're football fans. They're Colts <laughs> fans. Uh, guys, uh, give us what, give us your take on what you saw in Week One. Was it uh, what what did you like? What didn't you like? Uh, you know, Jackson's wearing a headband over here, which makes me lose a lot of respect for Looking him. Looking a little uh, bit like the Karate Kid, <laughs> except it, he's not skinny and. I didn't notice though. He's representing the school. That's a that's a BNL star. Uh, head Better believe there, it. So. Always. But what do you guys think? Have, have a have at it. Well, get down close to the mic. Well, honestly, uh, the first game of the week was awful. I hated watching it. Didn't like that, huh? No. Jackson got any takes? He has no takes on it. So. Well, anyway. I mean, what'd you like as far as like? So, what'd you guys think about the Colts game? Well, I mean, okay. So basically, the Colts played well most of the game, but Adam Vinatieri really screwed us over by missing as many kicks as he did. And how old is he? Forty-five. Forty-six. If Forty-six. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, I think it's time to I'm 45. hang up the cleats right now. Uh, unfortunately, in the Colts game, I was actually working, but I did get some notifications. What I liked of uh, oh, week up. one. Hold up. How many TVs do you got in that restaurant you work at? None, over? actually. Oh, you don't? No. No TVs? No wonder I don't no. go to that place. Yeah. You need to find another job, We weren't bro. busy because they were all eating wings and watching football. But uh, I did I did actually like uh, Kyle Murray's performance. Oh, that's, were, a, that's a good take. I actually liked uh, what he did. He did was, you come from behind? He was yeah. showing. You watched him in Oklahoma, I'm watched, sure, right? I watched a little bit of it, but... What I what I the stats I the stats I saw of him they actually look pr- they actually look pretty good so I was kind of impressed from his first game. Cool, cool. Uh, now you guys play fantasy a little bit, don't you? A little, a little bit. Do you have any players that did well, didn't do well, disappointed? All my really good players were on my bench. Sammy Ooh, Watkins. That's me had, too. That's Sammy bad Watkins management. Had Forty-seven Ouch. on my team. Sounds like coaching. Uh, Deshaun Jackson had thirty-seven on my bench. And the Jets' defense had 20. How about Deshaun? your team, right, Charles? Okay, but I will say this. How about Deshaun Jackson getting on a time machine, going back and and looking like old Deshaun Jackson? Hello, 25-year-old Deshaun Jackson. In in all fairness to you, I definitely probably would not have played either of those two receivers, depending on who else I had. Okay, are you going to play them over – so I had James White as my flex. Okay, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah. He still had like I don't remember how much. Actually, he, he didn't do a lot. Burkhead kind of sucked up a lot of his. But uh, Burkhead looked good. Yeah. Sammy Watkins, I'm not gonna put him in for Mike Evans or Julio Jones, really. No, I could see ever. That. No, well, ever. Mike Jones had Mike Jones. Mike Evans had four points. So. Well, that's because Jameis Winston sucks and was throwing it to the other team most of the time. Yeah, my main guy for this week was uh, Austin uh, Eckler, I think. Well, yeah, he was playing the Colts, you traitor. But he had 33.4 points for me, and he was on my bench. Oh, he was on your bench? Yeah. Okay. And you're happy about that? No. My my starting running back had 7.4 points, and that was Leonard Fournette. So. Hey. Wasn't too happy about that. Well, no, but that, I can understand why you did it, and probably because you love the Colts so much, you didn't want to play somebody that was playing right. Against I understand. I had the Colts defense, which got me four points as well. well so. Speaking of that, I had Ty on my bench also. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ty looked pretty good too. He, Mac, it sounded to me like your son's team is he, loaded. He, is it? Well, what is it like a six-man league? What do you got going on there? Uh, we have uh, you and five women, eight people. Okay, so eight. No wonder you're loaded. Come yeah. on, Nick. Wow. On. But. Here's the thing. Uh, My friend Caleb's team is a lot more loaded because he stole a bunch of players from me. How could he steal players? I'm confused. We were talking over FaceTime about 
who I was gonna draft. Why would in the world would like you do that? Was scoping That's out. collusion. I don't even talk to my friends before the draft about who I think. He's not kidding. Well, it wouldn't matter this year, Ryan, because you kind of got screwed over anyway. Well, I did so. get screwed over. We've already covered the snake draft, non-snake draft thing. Here's what I wanted to get your take on from a couple of you guys, though. A couple of young guys. What do you you look? You see this AB thing? You hear about this AB thing? What do you think about him? Would you want him on your team? What do you guys think? Uh, personally, I would not take him just because of all the stuff he's going through right now. I mean, he's a good player, but the whole sexual assault thing and just his attitude and I just as as if I was a, a owner and looking at looking at him, I would I don't think I would personally <coughs> pick him up. Not until at least give it a year or two where he's got his head on straight and maybe. Do you think his talent outweighs his problems? That's something that uh, well, yeah. I hate to, keep, hate to use Clay Travis again, but he's always saying Clay's when your talent right. outweighs your your problems. So, in other words, if you have a lot of problems but you're way talented, people are you're still going to have a job. You know if you have a lot mind? of problems and your talent's diminishing because you're old, then you're getting See, cut. Right. Ray, I think, Ray I think Rice Aaron, style. I think Aaron you know? Rodgers is a perfect example of that. Well, Aaron, he's kind of been a pain in the he, ass. He's a pain in the ass, but he doesn't have like off the field issues. Right. Now, true. True. Lucas, what do you think about the AB thing? Well, him and Robert Kraft both that both have that you know in common about touching people at the wrong time. So oh, Ooh. boom! <laughs> Shots boom. fired! Yeah. Shots fired! So maybe but, they're maybe they're bro fisting on that right now. They're, as they're we dabbing speak. each other up in the locker room yeah. over touching people at the wrong time, comparing notes. Oh. You know, so. I think we may have just broke a law or two there. We better <laughs> we change the have. subject. Well, um, personally, I think AB's a freaking nut job. I think he has, he's in the early stages of CTE and something's Ooh, going wrong. Now, there's something Ooh. we didn't talk about. That's something I've heard mentioned about is, you know, here's a guy that we didn't hear a lot from for most of the time in his league in the last couple of years. Has he been hit one too many times? Uh, now, I think Steelers fans would tell you, no, we just covered that all up. That you know he was already in that job, but that's a good point. He he may he may fair, have took one too many sir. licks. Fair so. enough. All right, those are some good takes. Uh, we'll have you guys on some more episodes, but we're gonna end this episode right now. Our our recap of of week one. In case you're wondering, I went seven and eight on the gambling picks, but I hit some teasers, so came out ahead a few dollars. So. Nice. Uh, but we will be back with another episode. Uh, talking about our week two preview. We'll talk about a little bit about college football as well. Uh, thank you for listening. You got any shout outs you got to make over there, Wiley? Great week one. Want to give a quick shout out to a couple fans of the show. I like to do that when uh, people let us know they're big fans of the show. Jeff Mansonberger, Tony Smith, a uh, couple of guys working the tool room together up at Cook Incorporated in Bloomington. Um, one's an IU fan, one's a Purdue fan, so they have a lot, a lot of good times going back and forth about that. Jeff Mansonberger's the IU fan. Tony Smith is obviously a moron. Um, that being said, though, they're lifelong friends, really good guys. Hope you guys are having a good day, and thanks for supporting the show. All right, guys, thanks for listening, and uh, be sure to tune in to our uh, week two pre- preview on NFL and college football coming up next. Peace.